Welcome to episode 36 of On The Schmooze. Let's do this. Welcome to On The Schmooze, the podcast that highlights talented people from different fields, explores how they built strong networks, and overcame challenges on their way to becoming successful leaders. Now here's your host, Robbie Samuels. Have you checked out C-Suite Radio? On The Schmooze is a C-Suite Radio headliner. C-Suite Radio is a hub for business podcasts, and you should check it out at csuiteradio.com to discover other business podcasts. It's part of C-Suite Network, and they also have C-Suite TV, where you can watch in-depth interviews with business content for leaders and entrepreneurs. The good news, it's all on demand. Check it out at c-suitetv.com and c-suiteradio.com. Now, on to this week's show. Welcome back to On The Schmooze. Thank you so much for joining me. Last week, I had the pleasure of interviewing Susan Rowan, and this week, you'll be hearing from me, your host. Every other week, I'll be offering my take on some aspect of networking and relationship building. These shorter podcast episodes will include practical tips and techniques you can put into practice right away. My hope is that insights from me and my guests will help you achieve the leadership position you're seeking, build and sustain your professional network, and find that work-life balance that works best for you. This week, I'll be sharing my thoughts on the ABCs of business cards. I encourage you to download the transcript of today's tips so you can easily reference them or share them. Visit ontheschmooze.com and look for episode 36. Over the last few months, I have been working with an association to increase connections at their convention. In an age where information is found with one click and we count likes as engagement, conventions hold the promise of meaningful in-person connection with like-minded colleagues. Only through thoughtful and strategic planning will this promise become a reality. Prior to my work with the association, I asked questions about their membership and the culture they had created at their convention over the last three decades. That's when I discovered that a lot of the frontline staff attending this event would likely not have business cards. As I shared in episode 14, Are Business Cards Dead? Even in the age of smartphones and apps, business cards are a critical tool for networking. This episode's title is The ABCs of Business Cards because I believe you should always bring cards. Remember those ABCs and you'll be ready to make connections. Later in this episode, I'm going to cover how to proceed if you decide to design and print your own business card. But first, let me review a few reasons to be sure you remember to pack yours the next time you're heading to a conference or other networking event. When you receive or share a business card, it acts as a physical reminder of your conversation and any follow-up you hope will happen. Now that won't happen if you write yourself a note in your phone, send yourself an email, or use an app to exchange contact cards. Before passing your card, jot a note in the back about what you talked about or the resource you hope they'll remember to share when they get back to the office. Do the same when you receive a card and also add that date and name of the event. This will increase the odds that you'll actually do the follow-up you said you'd do. It's unlikely that when you get home, you just empty your pockets and toss all the business cards you collected into the recycling bin without a second glance. But if someone hands you a cocktail napkin or a scrap of paper with their contact info on it, there is a much higher probability 
that you'll end up tossing it into the trash, maybe even before you get home, because it just doesn't look important. Don't let this happen to your contact info when you're trying to stay connected. If you attend a large conference or several networking events each month, you're likely going to receive a lot of business cards. Accept them from everybody who offers, but keep track of the ones that you want to prioritize. One way to do that is to turn down a corner on each of those cards and write notes in the back of them. This will help you easily distinguish these priority business cards when you get home. If you keep track of the cards you want to prioritize and have a follow-up email drafted already, you'll be able to send follow-up messages with ease. You'll find details for drafting your follow-up email prior to going to the event in episode 16, titled Networking for Introverts. I'll include links to the episodes I'm mentioning in the show notes. Sometimes, when you're looking to change careers, it's just not appropriate or helpful to hand out a business card from the company you currently work for. You might want to have inquiries go to a completely different email address or brand yourself in a different way. Even if you aren't looking to change jobs, you might find yourself looking for those scraps of paper to share information about a side project you're working on. Now, you realize that giving scraps of paper with your contact info on it is basically asking for it to be thrown away, so maybe it's time for you to design a business card for that side project. If you're between jobs and you're actively looking, I encourage you to design a card. You might be wondering, what would you put on this card since you don't have a title? I have coached clients to put an aspirational title on their card as this leads to more meaningful conversations at conferences and other networking events. If you're in college or grad school, you could put the year you graduate in your anticipated degree, and this is more of like a calling card than a business card, but it will keep you from hunting for those scraps of paper when you're making a solid connection. This is not a major investment. It costs $20 or less for a box of 250 business cards at a site like Vistaprint, so feel free to create a few different cards. The design and formatting of a business card is a personal choice, but there are some elements that should be considered. Decide ahead of time what information to include in your business card. That will make it easier for new contacts to learn about you and your work. If you're job hunting, include your LinkedIn link. Are you a photographer? Include a link to your portfolio. If you don't like to receive random calls on your cell phone, you have a few options. You can set up a Google voice number or only list a landline or just leave a phone number off entirely so all inquiries have to go through your email. Whatever links you include should be as professional looking as possible. For instance, a personalized URL for LinkedIn. For example, linkedin.com slash in slash Robbie Samuels is my personalized LinkedIn URL. Do not just copy and paste that long URL at the top of your profile that includes lots of random letters and numbers. The same is true for your email address. Don't use Hotmail, Yahoo, or dare I say an AOL account from 20 years ago. Ideally, you'll set up an email that is tied to a website. If you don't have a website, you can purchase a domain and have it point to your LinkedIn profile. The email address would then be your first name at yourfullname.com. For example, Robbie at RobbieSamuels.com. If you're not ready to do that, set up a Gmail account with your full name. Ideally, the name in your email will match the name in your LinkedIn personalized URL because that will make the card look much more professional. If this is a business card for a web-based business or an individual consultant or someone looking for work, then don't include a physical address. 
If you travel a lot or attend a conference several times a year, you may wish to put your city and state in the card. I recommend against designing a non-standard size business card, as these are more difficult for the recipient to file and, in my experience, are more easily lost in the shuffle. I also don't recommend designing business cards that have black backgrounds on both sides. This makes it difficult for the recipient to jot down a note as they receive your card or you from jotting a note as you hand the card over. If you're featuring your photography or artwork on one side, then leave some white space on the other. Bottom line, business cards are important. They're also not the point of networking. Consider them a means to an end, the goal being building a supportive network based on strong relationships. Thanks again for listening to the solo episode of On The Schmooze. If you want an easy way to save the tips in this episode, download the transcript so you can easily print it or save it to your files. To get started, visit the show notes at ontheschmooze.com and look for episode 36. If you want to discover other business podcasts, check out C-Suite Radio at c-suiteradio.com where you'll find On The Schmooze in good company with other C-Suite Radio headliners. Do you host a conference or convention and want your attendees to feel that your event was incredibly valuable because of all the connections they made? I work with associations and companies, design events that increase engagement and create a welcoming culture for all attendees, especially your first-time attendees. The result is that long-time attendees, the presenters, and board members all have a host mentality, and all attendees have the tools to strategically build relationships and their professional network at your event. If you want to increase ROI for your attendees and therefore their retention, email me and we'll schedule a call. Email Robbie at RobbieSamuels.com. That's R-O-B-B-I-E at R-O-B-B-I-E-S-A-M-U-E-L-S.com. I want to sincerely thank all of you who've already subscribed and left a rating and review in iTunes. By subscribing and leaving a rating review in iTunes, you're helping this podcast get discovered by more listeners. Will you subscribe and leave an honest rating and review? If you include your Twitter handle, I'll give you a shout out. It's easy to find our iTunes page at itunes.ontheschmooze.com. That's schmooze, S-C-H-M-O-O-Z-E. Thank you in advance and look forward to connecting again next week for a longer episode when I'll be interviewing a talented professional about their untold stories of leadership and networking. We'll explore their career challenges, work-life balance, and how they built their strong professional networks on their way to becoming successful leaders. Until then, have an awesome week. Thanks for listening to On the Schmooze podcast at www.ontheschmooze.com. That's On the Schmooze, S-C-H-M-O-O-Z-E. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.